Twilight Saga Podcast, episode number 14. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Twilight Saga Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we have lots of explaining to do. It's <laughs> been a like that. couple things. Number one, it's been a while since the last yeah. episode. And uh, for those of you who are very observant, not that you need to be too observant, but uh, for those of you who are very observant, you know that uh, episode number 13 was a repeat, a repeat, sort of, kind of. So Which is kind of hilarious. We kind of did episode 13 under the assumption that I had completely lost the uh, two episodes that we recorded in the car, only to find out that the reason why I could not find them on the Edderall recorder anymore was due to the fact that I had already taken them off the Edderall, processed them, and released them as episodes number 11 and 12. So, how funny is that? That, I mean, it's pretty funny. For those of you who are just now tuning into the Twilight Saga podcast on the free feed, which, by the way, I I believe I'm going to go ahead and throw this one out on on the free feed. For those of you who are out there, I just want to let you know that we record these episodes and release all of them to our plus members. Uh, But I am putting this one out there today. Um, So far, we have covered all of the book Twilight and the Twilight movie. Correct. We have covered... Chapters 1 through 16 of New Moon so far. Right. However, as we just mentioned, we kind of had a little faux pas there. (laughs) And we we redid 11 through 14. So my question, Stephanie, are we going to give updated thoughts on 15 and 16 again? Or are we going to rely on what we did in the car in episode number 12 for that. I think we'll rely on what we did in the car. Yes. I do. But I think that, um, like, as I'm looking at the notes right now, um, you know, thinking about the way, um, this is chapter 15, right? Okay. You say 15? 15 is where we would would pick it. Okay, 15 is pressure. And um, I'm just, I'm looking at the notes and, and thinking, you know, Okay, the way that Bella describes her alone time, alone time is not good for her. Um, Describing the fall when she um, jumps off the cliff. Okay. I love that. I love that. And um, and then looking at this, this is my note. This isn't a note out of the book, but, um, well, the note out of the book is um, happiness. It made the whole dying thing pretty bearable. And telling you, I remember talking to you in the car about her being in control of her death. It was like the one thing in her life that she had control over at that point. And um, so anyway, I'm not we're not going to cover all of that. But I like looking back and reminding me, Okay, that's exactly what happened in that in that chapter. But I have to say, I don't really care to go over 16 again. Okay. Um, Which, by the way, is Paris, which is Paris. Um, and I learned very quickly that, that Paris wasn't necessarily about the country, you know, the, right. the city in France. I love that you didn't know that. I hadn't. Well, I, I really did not did. know that until I read the the chapter. And then all of a sudden it's like. Well, no, the, even still you were confused until I told you what it was. Exactly. I'm like, what did Paris have to do with it? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> isn't that like a Romeo and Juliet reference? Yeah, it is. Okay. It is. Because, see, I, I listened to the audiobooks, mm-hmm. and there this chapter was one of those chapters I remember just kind of slightly being 
you know, my mind wandering while Ileana Kadushin was reading to me. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 So, anyway. But, um, Remind me real quick. The, okay. the whole idea they're they're talking about Romeo. She's talking about Romeo and Juliet. Well, yes, and, and Paris how is, Romeo left Juliet, and and Paris was um, was this man who wanted to marry her, who her parents liked, and um, actually who her parents had chosen for her. So an obvious tie-in to Jacob, and right. So yeah. it's an obvious tie-in to Jacob, and and so she she jumps off the cliff. Jacob saves her. Um, spends the whole day sleeping on his couch. He's taking her home, and she's wondering in her mind, can I settle for something good? Even though it's not great like her Romeo was. As great as she thinks he was. Well, this is all from her perspective. Okay. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. All right. So. um, I love that Facebook fan page that you've been telling me about. I love that, and it's the only fan page on Facebook I have ever even wanted to become a fan of, although I have not. I'm not a fan of Facebook. Um, it is Edward Cullen is a fictional character and he will never love you. It's awesome. How many I love fans it. do they have, I wonder? I don't know. I've never looked at the page. But a friend suggested that I become a fan of it. All right. Which is kind of funny because I'm not so totally in love with Edward Cullen. Um, he is my favorite of... How do you spell Cullen? C-U-L-L-E-N. He is will. my favorite of the two characters but obviously i know that i'm reading a a a fantasy you know Uh, it's a story so anyway but um all right so so, here it is i'm on i'm on facebook all right yeah edward cullen is a fictional character and he will never love you the fan page has 499,346 fans sweet and i think i'm gonna be i'm just they're all they're all husbands of wives (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah actually no i'm looking here there are most at, at, so far the the all the ones they're showing on the main page uh with the exception of, there's one guy but the arrest all girls okay yeah yeah okay so i mean of course they're i'm not gonna thumb through four hundred and ninety nine thousand. Right. obviously break but, it down um, but a majority of them definitely women okay yeah go ahead so, i'm sorry to anyway, interrupt you but so we're in the tr- they're in the truck um he's bringing her back and um you know, she, she's 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 kind of torn within herself, you know, and I could stake a claim, but, you know, should I? And is this even right? And um, her delusion says, be happy, which is really why he left her in the first place. Right. You know, and so, which you don't know that yet unless you read the whole book. Um, I apologize for that. So, it, but um, she she's torn. She really is torn going... Coming out of chapter 16. Gotcha. And then... We get to chapter 17. And then... Well, even before then... Oh. Oh. So sorry. Jacob smells vampire. <laughs> smells vampire. So who's there? There's a car outside. And I know this car. I know this you know? car. And I love when she's like, you know, I'm, she's not she's not a car enthusiast. <laughs> she, What does she say in Twilight? Um, I don't speak car and driver. Yes. <laughs> um, but she knows this car. Um, and she can describe everything about this car. She knows everything about this car. And then I love when she's she's really convinced it's just Carlisle. Mm-hmm. It's just Carlisle. She's not getting her hopes up. It's it's just Carlisle. But um, really, really working um, with her emotions there to not you know, right. be let down. Of course, the chapter is called Visitor. 
and we find chapter out chapter 17 this, this is one is of my favorite chapters one of my favorite chapters as well alice is definitely one of my favorite characters in the entire saga and mm-hmm. so um so far anyway right and it's really what picked the book a whole lot it, it picked the book back up for me it's like you know i jacob the, the storyline that was you know i'm 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 in i'm interested right but you know the the characters that i came to love were not wasn't necessarily bella and edward but the Collins, right. you know, it, it, this, it, for, in my mind, this isn't a story about Bella. It's a story about the Collins. That, that, that's what drew me in. That's what excited me. And the way that we learn about them and the way they interact, that's what I really am finding the most entertaining out of mm-hmm. this. And so it's at this point that the book takes a turn for the better, I believe. Right. Because no, I, I, we learn. I so agree. It's Alice. It's Alice. It's Alice. And I love that. You know, Bella, she runs headlong and smacks straight into Alice. You have to remember that that these are re- written as as stone creatures. I mean, so it's really it's like running into a concrete wall. Right. You know, she she runs into um into Alice and can breathe. Mm-hmm. You know, and says Alice says to her, "It's okay, Bella." And for once, it seemed that way. Right. You know, and yeah. so th- this is this is something that is putting. Because as much as it hurt her that um, that Edward left, it hurt her even more that they all left. You know, it, and it was like a part of her life had never even. I'm at living now. That's not in the notes. No, I, I know. I'm just <laughs> okay. looking at the notes here so that I can find I out what I can say next. Right. I should have looked at the notes ahead of time, but I didn't. I'm just kind of going. Um, and it's been months since I've read New Moon. So yeah, I'm really it, glad it, we have these notes. I know. It yeah. has been months for me as well. And that's, you know, in a way, I'm like, just seeing your notes, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I remember that. Right. But for example, I, I like I like how the conversation starts off with Alice, but she says, would you like to explain to me how you're alive? And she says, oh, you saw me fall? No. No. I saw you jump. I saw you jump. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it, it oh, my goodness. Um, Alice can see through her. Yeah. Alice can see through Bella and all of the pretenses that she puts up for everyone else, no matter how open and honest she thinks her relationship with Jacob is, there is so much that she still never says. But with Alice can see through her. Right. You know, and no, I saw you jump. But I love when Alice goes into like her own little place and she's like, I told him this would happen. I told him this would happen, you know, and she's just she's just kind of stuck there. Yeah. How did how did Edward not take that into consideration? The fact that Alice could see the future because Bella promised because Bella promised. Oh, he promised she wouldn't do anything stupid. Whatever. Because Bella promised. But he broke his promise to always be there. So, (laughs) which is why she broke hers and started stalking her delusions. Which is why Alice knew this would happen. He tried to tell her. I I, I told you this would happen. And so here here we have, um, she eyed me dubiously. Alice didn't buy it. You know, and, and here it is. You know, you have those people in your life. I have a friend in my life who can see through me. Yeah. No matter what face I put on for the world, she sees through me. Mm-hmm. And this is this Alice is Alice is Bella Sarah. Right. You know, obviously, my friend is Sarah, <laughs> which you should definitely check out. Fulltimemompodcast.com. Well, thank you. But um, I just I'm trying to find the chapter in the book. So I can follow along it's to where It's the I one am. after no. 16 before 18, <laughs> just up. so you know. Shut up. Well, I was trying to not make too much noise. Did you noise. tell me to shut up? I did. And then I was laughing at, like, you can tell, totally tell, like, I read the book while eating lunch because 
There's like spots and flattened you know. crumbs. Yeah, nice. you like that? Yeah. Anyway, so Alice, Alice sees through her. Um, you know, you didn't. You, just, but then something just cut off. Right. That's why. That's why Alice was so sure that Bella drowned was because she never saw her come back up. Well, Jacob saved me. Okay. And why would that cut things off? Well, we don't know yet. Ah. Okay, so yeah. that's a mystery. So that's, that's that's still a mystery. Um, so Jacob saved me. Um, but here, I, I like this this struggle within Bella is who is my greatest allegiance to? You know, um, okay, now she's already told Jacob. Team Jacob or Team Edward? <laughs> well, I, well, I think at this point it's Team, it's team Werewolf versus well, that's Team what Cullen. I mean. That's you know? exactly what I mean um, by that. She's already told Jacob so many things about the Cullens. But that's made her feel like a traitor. But when sitting down with Alice and telling her things about the werewolf, she doesn't feel so much like a traitor. Right. She feels like she's talking to a friend. Right. So, um, because Alice is the one person I think is a, who is a true friend. Right. Absolutely. To Bella. A- absolutely. They all, all the rest of, well, I'm, I'm not, okay. Jacob and Edward have ulterior motives. You know, they have their own motive in this and, and Alice is a true friend. So our leaving didn't do you any good at all, did it? Well, it's not like you left for my benefit. Yeah, no doubt. And then Bella goes, or, you know, and then Alice gets all stuck in herself again. And I told him this would happen. And um, you look like hell, Bella. Well, I drowned duh, today. I drowned. <laughs> it goes deeper than that. And here's the friend, the friend who can see it goes deeper than that. And she says, you know, um, I'm trying. I, I, I'm trying. And Alice believes her. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what is this where is this where she says, would you expect to find, you know, me skipping and singing show tunes? I mean, you know me better than that um, or you know better than that. I forget what exactly she says. But um, so really, it, it's her friend knows her. Anyway, Jacob calls. You're still alive. <laughs> yep. this is my favorite part of uh, of chapter 17. Okay, what is that? How bad was it, Charlie? The conversation between Alice and Charlie. How bad was it, Charlie? When Alice asks her, "How really? What did we leave? You know, what did we leave behind?" And then, and then, um, Charlie is explaining to Alice exactly what Bella was like. You know, the catatonic state, the um, the going through the motions of life, um, not listening to music, not watching TV, or not that she watched TV before, but not even being in the room when it was on, you know? And, and so Alice can really see what Bella was like in those months. Right. And, um, and he says that it's not your fault, but he made it perfectly clear that he held somebody responsible. And we know who that certain somebody is. (laughs) Absolutely. And the last time I spoke to him, he was in South America and Charlie's like, well, at least that's something. And, Alice actually snaps at Charlie and says, I wouldn't make assumptions, Charlie. And what do you think that that means? Well, I think that everyone thinks that he left mm-hmm. because he was... Be- just because he want- he was running away and yeah. didn't want the responsibility or whatever. Or, as he told Bella, that he was bored. He, he was, you know, she didn't hold anything for him and uh, he didn't love her anymore. And right. so I think that everyone thinks that he just... Well, everyone being, you know, those left behind thinks that he just left for himself. Right. And so then, of course, uh, Bella wakes up from her fake sleep 
and has some conversation with uh, Alice, and she gives her a little rundown. I think that's the first time she slept. Yeah, in did she, But did she sleep? Well, yeah, she just woke up and quietly. Uh, pretended, pretended to be, still yeah. be asleep. So okay. they, yeah. So and she so listen. she gets a little update about what's going on with all the columns, right. except for one except person. Except for one, which she was okay with. Yeah. Remember, she says, she says, except for one, but she was okay with that because that hurt too much. Right. Um, and then we get, you, you can't, can't see werewolves. werewolves. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and we go into chapter 18, the funeral. Yes. Um, moving right along. Moving right along. This is. Jacob was becoming a little bit more like Sam. Yeah. A little you know? dark, a little edgy. Right. Maybe a little little snappy-ish. What what is the what's the phrase I don't smell? That oh, is because, because everybody's saying everybody yeah. yes, she's you you right. smell like a vampire. Right. Ooh, you, you smell, smell like, like a, a dog. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, okay. Everyone's she's like, I don't smell. She's starting to get a little bit <laughs> duh. <yeah>. Right. <laughs> that that okay, I get it now. I remember it, it's, that. It's funny and you know, that's one thing that continues through right. the rest of the story. It, it's really funny. What about he is not my Jacob, but he could be? I don't know. Have no idea what that one is. Mm, me neither. Anyway, the phone rings. Jacob uh, altered in an instant. Yes. Yeah, so, so the phone rings, and as soon as he hears the voice, yes, he he completely changed because he's about ready to kiss her in the kitchen, and the phone rings, well, and she's about ready to let him too, and it is Carlisle apparently. <gasps> oh yes, I remember this. And so as soon as Jacob answers the phone, and as soon as he hears the voice. He alters in an instant and right. he's standing upright and he's rigid and um, it, it yeah, it anyway. So um, Alice comes back. Alice, what's wrong? One word. Edward. Edward. My body reacted faster than my mind was able to catch up with the implications of her reply. I love that because there, I mean, there are times in our, and I feel like Stephanie really nailed it when she wrote this, that, I mean, there really are times when our bodies react faster than our minds to the information that we're getting. Yeah. It's, it's that fight or flight kind yes, of response. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so I, I liked that. It's, I think that, um, it's very real and yep. people can relate to that. Um, so what happened here is, is the phone call. So it was, who was on the phone? Who was on the phone? Yes. Do we know that yet? I don't know. Anyway, um, it was Edward. Okay. On the phone. Right. But they can like disguise their voice. And even Alice did it on the couch when when she was saying, but Bella promised she did that in Edward's voice. Like they can imitate voices perfectly. Oh, okay. See, I, I, that's something I miss. Just you miss, the, you miss I, the details. I miss some of the details. Yeah. Yeah. So um, anyway, on the phone, it was Edward. Okay. And then she realized just how close she had actually been. Right. To, to talking to, to him. To talking to him. Right. Um, but Alice instead, says, it, the call was taken by Jacob. By Jacob, who was ja- rude and she had issue with. And right. And of that. course, the assumption there that was made was that, you know, that they're making arrangements to go to the funeral. Yeah. And uh, to Bella's funeral. Because, to Bella's funeral. Because Rosalie told Edward that Bella killed herself, which she didn't do. Right. <laughs> so anyway, basically. Um, he's going to Italy. He's going to. Italy to she knew immediately what that meant yeah because which, they had talked about it is before. that the Valari is that their name or the Voltori Vol, that's it yeah Valari I think that's a car <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what that is <laughs> it is a Plymouth Valari but he left look it he up didn't google want it me anymore um that I mean those 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 words 
you really are are I mean, still, I mean, Stephanie did a fantastic job of just really letting you know who this character is. Whether she's your favorite character or not, she doesn't have to be. But she's written, I mean, but he left me. He didn't want me anymore. That was that was her truth. What is, I can't ask you, ask me. Alice says, I can't ask you. And then she says. And Bella replies, ask me. Right. And at this point, Bella knows what she's going to ask. Mm-hmm. Bella knows exactly what she's going to ask. And she asks her to go to Volterra. Um, to Italy with her to to save Edward, and um, because no matter what Bella thinks, she can't she can't comprehend him not existing. Right, and and so she she says, "Ask me." She's willing to do anything. She's willing to go. And Jacob says, "Don't go." And Bella says, "I have to. I have to." She has to. And, so, and then she says, take care of Charlie. And so begins the race. The race. Which we will talk about in the next episode of the Twilight Saga podcast. I can't wait to finish these because I really, really want you to read Eclipse, which is I, my favorite book. I really want to read Eclipse. I really want you to get me, really want to get you started on that book. Hey, by the way, we have some audio feedback that has started to come in. We do. We have some and we will be playing those after we get all caught up with New Moon. Uh, so if you want to leave audio feedback up through the end of New Moon, don't start with Eclipse just yet on audio feedback. But feedback that would be appropriate for anything up to Eclipse, give us a call 859-795-4067. Again, that phone number 859-795-4067. If you want to have access to every single episode that we've produced here so far of the Twilight Saga podcast... You can get access to all of that as a Plus member. Details over at gspn.tv slash plus. Anyway, until next time, everybody, join Join the the community. community.